0: Welcome to The Checklist Podcast with your hosts, Victoria and Vintu, where we will be discussing the relevance of The Checklist, whilst we're both in our mid-twenties on our journey through life. Everyone has goals, plans, a checklist, whatever you want to call it, with deadlines to each task. But Is The Checklist necessary, or is it just a social construct holding us back? Every other week, we will be discussing a topic that's commonly on our checklists. It's time for a review. Welcome to The Checklist Podcast. Diving in now, yeah. Yep, that's it. <laughs> okay, so should we introduce ourselves further? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, my name's Bintu Um, I am twenty four years old. I can't believe I'm twenty-four. When <laughs> did that happen? But yeah, I'm twenty-four. Um, I've just finished my grad scheme, so well on my way in my checklist. Um, and I've started a job as a contracts and supplier manager. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm Victoria. I am currently still on my Grad scheme, um, nearly done as a design manager or technical coordinator, some companies call it each. I work for one of London's developers, I won't say which one. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I guess we're both at pretty similar stages of our lives. We went yeah. to uni, finished, um, and we're done. Got yeah. jobs. So, yeah. yeah. So, what made us start this podcast and why the checklist? you know what I think there's not really a lot of space in the media right now or anywhere where people are really talking about the pressures that are on um, mm-hmm. young people <coughs> you could say black people but young people mainly mm-hmm. especially women and yeah, uh, true. and how much is affecting our decisions and why we're making certain decisions mm-hmm. as well you know yeah, I've I've been wanting to make. Uh, I remember I tried blogging, but yeah. I don't know that weekly whole writing stuff up for me isn't is it me. I guess YouTube. I don't think I have the what's the word for it the excitement. <laughs> do. I don't know, but I can't imagine me going oh like and subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, it's a lot of energy. And I've, I've always been like, been to, let's do something, let's start a podcast, let's do something, yeah. and we actually started being serious. So we started looking at names. Yeah. What did we have first? That like misunderstood. It's always those cliches of yeah. misunderstood, oh, misrepresented. Misunder- well, I'm cut. <laughs> Misunderrepresented is what I'm saying. But so many of them were taken, and then lastly, Bintu came up with the facts, and I came up with the checklist. Yeah. And, and we're gonna make like artwork for both. Yeah. And I think we just both fell in love with the checklist, yeah. like the meaning behind it, and yeah, I feel like it, it explains exactly what we want to talk about. Mm. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about what's on everyone's checklist, anything to do with a checklist, what may impact our checklist, mm. you know, yeah. and also as well, I think when we started, our, we, me and Victoria have been friends for years, <laughs> so yeah. ups, downs, whatever, turnarounds, but we've been friends since year seven, Yeah, and the crazy How thing is- How many years is that? I'm not even going to (laughs) count. Caroline, it's too many years to count. Oh, I didn't say I'm 23. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I think, if anything, it's really important to see how our checklists have changed. And I guess the main thing I want to ask as well is, Vicky, did you ever have a checklist? Well, we've had plenty of discussions on this. I don't think I necessarily did. Like, I think it got to a point of, okay in school my favorite subjects were art and maths and yeah. I started thinking about what do I want to be I love art and maths mm. what can I be from that and i remember googling what like what careers come up that and i was like architecture
1: mm. and then as
0: i looked more into it I, was, I fell in love with the idea of being an architect and what's so weird like a lot of our friends at that time mm. i was different in a sense of i didn't always think about i never had like in my mind like a fairy tale of marriage and stuff Mm. like that i wanted to be that architect that the next aha did that goes to dubai bringing all my friends his (laughs) children gifts from dubai she was always on this (laughs) auntie vicky exactly i just wanted to be auntie auntie vicky the the fun auntie that travels to different countries and becomes an architect so my checklist was literally the steps onto becoming an architect do my undergrad work a year do my masters work a year and then become a qualified architect and travel the world designing buildings. Yeah. (laughs) That was my checklist. What about you? Well, mine was so unrealistic. I was crazy. (laughs) I think, you know, I've always had a plan. It's It's not just any normal plan. I've had one intrinsic life strategy, milestones, deadlines, and things like that. So I remember... When um, we were doing Sats, so this was the year before I met Vicky. Can you imagine Sats? That's year, year six, and this girl has year a plan six. for her life. I was ready to fall in love old. and get married at ten. But <laughs> it is well. No. Nah. <laughs> my mum told me basically, if you fail your Sats, that's it. You're gonna be under backing Bridge or <laughs> Dagnum Dock, you know, going and sitting with um, Dagnum Dave. That's not what you or want, you know. Leo the Tramp. <laughs> <laughs> Leo Alpes. Anyone from Dagnum? You, no. know, <laughs> Leo you, the know, trap. you know him. But yeah, no, I sat there. Um, I was writing out plans for SATs, GCSEs, A-levels. And then I also, I wrote a letter to myself. So 10 years later, what do I want myself to be doing? And when you're 10, 20 <laughs> seems old as hell. Yeah, it does. You know, I thought, you know what, you're going to be in love, you're going to find love. I'm like I always used to look up to my sister and think, I want to be my sister's age. Yeah. But she's nine years older than me. So when we uh, I was 11, she was 20. I was thinking, yeah, my sister's so grown. I want to yeah. be chilling with my sister's friends. But carry on. <laughs> Honestly, you think, you think you're think you going to be so grown as well. And the first thing you want to do is grow up because you want to be able to yeah, do all true. these things. You don't want to go to bed. And then by the time you reach <laughs> 20, your, your bones are aching you. Do you know what I mean? So... I had a huge plan and I didn't want to deviate from it either, which yeah. is, I think, was a problem. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you Okay. Know. So, as you just said, that was when you first wrote your checklist. Ten years old. I can't imagine that. So, where are you on your checklist? Where would you say you are? You know what? I'm, I'm not even going to lie and say the plan wasn't going to plan. <laughs> For a really long time... Um, You know, I did my sets. I did well. Mm -hmm. I went to school. I wouldn't say I was the smartest kid, but I was always working hard. And it was mainly to make sure that I got to that lawyer stage. Mm -hmm. And it was because I talked a lot. So my parents were like, that's it, you're a lawyer. That's it. (laughs) It So you're there on your checklist, but what is your checklist? You haven't said. (laughs) My checklist... You know when we were talking about the logo? It's Mm -hmm. similar to what the logo was. Yeah. It was... You know, do well at school, um, you know, get a good job. And yeah. at the same time, what I wanted was to go to uni, 18 years old, find my man. Weirdly, I found my man at Barking Station, you know, parking <laughs> Station. Um, that's just a, that's before I went another to day. uni, you know. <laughs> that's another discussion. Just before I went to uni. And then, you know, you're at, you're at uni, you're getting your degree, you've got your man. And then I thought, as soon as I finish uni, that's it. I'm going to have a lawyer's job. I'll be training to be a lawyer. <laughs> and by the time I'm 23, I would have, you know, become a lawyer now, and that's it. Yeah, you wanted to get married at 23. Yeah. <laughs> I, remember I remember that. I remember we all used to be like, but why have been to? Why do you want to get married? Why 23? Like, honestly, I think my mum yeah, got why married 23? young. My mum got married young. My mum got married, married at 19. I'm not baiting you, you back out, mum, before day, you come and now say I'm baiting you back out. Back in the day, <laughs> most people got married young. But then again, remember, me like, and my mum's age gap is 20 years. Yeah. So, not... when you think about it, I know everyone's going to now come and fight me. 1995 <laughs> really wasn't that long ago. If we're, unless we're saying we're old. <laughs> you know? It wasn't that long ago. So, when I, think, when I saw my mum and I was like, okay, she got married young. She had me young and I guess we grew together. You know? Mm-hmm. So I always wanted to get married young, be able to explore the world with my partner. <coughs> and even now, like when you when you travel, you, you want to go with your man. Like you have fun going with your with your girls and stuff, but when you go with your man it it's I d I don't know. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Mate, listen you're <laughs> gonna upset something. No. You but it's it's a nice feeling, you know. So yeah. nah I get I it. always I get. wanted to get married young. Fair enough. So You are on track for your checklist right now? No. Would you say you are? No. Or has your checklist changed? My checklist has definitely changed. Yeah. You get to a point now. When did it change? When you now finish uni and the job that you want does not want you. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Like, what about you? Okay, well, obviously I had my checklist before. Mm. I think when I got to third year uni that's when my checklist changed. Like, that's when I realised, you know what? This this. architecture job is not what I thought it was going to (laughs) be. I thought, yep, once I'm a qualified architect, I'll be the one designing the buildings. I'll be the one doing all the plans and all that. But when, in our third year, we did a module called professional studies. So that actually taught us about the job. Mm. And I realised that you're not going to be it takes a long time before your a, Zaha Hadid or Foster and Partners. It takes a long time till you're up there. Mm. And obviously, it's not all about salary, but it kind of is. If you think about it, you're in uni for good... You're, you're training to be an architect for seven years minimum. Yeah. And the starting salary is not fantastic, I can't lie to you. And then I started pinpointing the parts that I liked about architecture and the parts mm. that I didn't. And I realised I like the management side. I like being in control of the design. I don't necessarily like being in an office, writing, drawing plans all day. That's Mm. a bit boring to me personally, but some people might love that. Mm. So my plan sort of changed because one, I hadn't found a job in an architect's practice. And second of all, I wasn't sure if I wanted to be an architect. Yeah. So when I left, I decided, let me just, I had a part time job but I didn't want to just sit at home with my part-time job, so Definitely. I did my master's. Mm. At least if I'm at home, let me at least get some more qualifications so I'm more employable. I don't mm. just want to be there. So I did my master's in construction project management, and then I found a job design management slash technical coordinating, mm. and that was literally, the job right in between those degrees. So yeah. I'm managing architects and the consultants and stuff like that. And I realised that was the job that I, that I liked. You're more in control of the design. Yeah. So I think once I got there, at that point, I didn't really have a checklist. I was just going through life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it got to a point where, okay, now I kind of have a plan, a structure, whatever you want to call it a checklist or a plan or whatever, I kind of have a plan and goals. And weirdly enough, it wasn't until I actually met like, my man, now, <laughs> that I realised, okay, now I have, like, a goal for my life. Not that I didn't have a goal for my life, but I knew, okay, it's more than just a job now. to get married. Exactly, now I want to get married. Now I might want to have kids. Now, <laughs> yeah. Now now that's when my checklist developed into voice. more than, whatever. <laughs> that's when my checklist developed more into just career, because yeah. it was very career-driven. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, but I, I guess get that. My okay. checklist now is pretty much the logo. Yeah. <laughs> can't lie to you. The checklist, we've gone to uni, mm. got a good job. It's now to, we're, we're looking to buy a house soon and hopefully get married, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. But I can't lie to you. I don't think, I think, you know what, because you never had a checklist before, you don't realize how so destroying <laughs> <laughs> it is when the checklist isn't going to plan, right? To be honest, I get the thing is, I guess you can call it different things, mm. but I guess when I realized that okay, being an architect might not be what I want to be, it was kind of like okay, so what am I doing now? Yeah. Like a lot of people, a lot of people on my course. Yeah. They're not architects now, and it was the same for all of us. Mm. It was like okay, I clearly don't want to be an architect. What now? You know that so, what now stage? Exactly. So That's even the though stage. I didn't have like a full on checklist or plan. Yeah it was still tough in that what-now stage. It was yeah. just lucky that I was just like, you know, well, let me just go to uni. Mm-hmm. Let me just do my master straight away. Yeah. Because, yeah, that helped me, I guess. I guess that's the thing. You know when people say that cliche of you'll just fall into what you're supposed to do, you'll just fall into it? Um, that's basically what happened. Because I was supposed to be doing, um, you know, I thought I'd get a training contract straight away, and if anyone doesn't know what that is, as soon as you do an LLB, which is a law degree... Um, to become a trained solicitor you have to do two years of a legal practice course it's really worrying when you get to a point where you know no one is is training you or you finished uni now and you thought this was going to come straight away easy I think that's where I thought things were going to be easy and um When you get to a point now where you're going to loads of networking events you're going to talk to everyone you've got your linkedin you think you're popping (laughs) you know i've done my i've done my law degree and then after uni it's like okay a lot of people have done a law degree exactly a lot of people have gone to uni what makes you different right so you now okay i was like okay plan b let me go and do a graduate scheme i'll go into business management Even Mm -hmm. when I was there, in the assessment (laughs) centre, I was like, don't worry, I'm going to be a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm sitting there saying to people, yeah, I'm at your assessment centre, but I want to be a lawyer. what I wanted to be, yeah. Exactly. So you're fighting what God is giving you. You've got good things coming, but you're so wedded to your checklist that you don't want to deviate. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Fair enough. So... Why was that your checklist? Why was that your plan? How do you think? You said that you developed a checklist at 10, which yeah. is quite early. Me, I was just enjoying life. I was <laughs> pre playing playing to I was kiss enjoying chase. my life. Kiss, kiss, you know? kiss Chase, I was playing it. So I don't know about you, but what happened to you at such a young age <laughs> that you decided to write up a plan for your life? More time I was watching loads of Lizzie McGuire. I can't lie to you. And I everyone watched Lizzie McGuire too. <laughs> everyone had a diary. Dear Diary. No, no, no. Do you know what I tried the whole diary thing and it just didn't work for me? Like I remember trying to force it. I had a diary under my pillow. Was, <laughs> but in the diary, I just used to draw. Like really? I couldn't I could what am I writing? But you see, <laughs> I, I was just drawing. Like, I used to write. Yeah. I used to do it on purpose. I used to do the dear diary. I think mainly because because I was watching people do that. It was really therapeutic for me. Mm. I actually, I really like writing um, things. So if you send me an essay now, you know I like to proofread. Don't do yeah. that. But Listen, if you've got a dis- dissertation that you need proofread, send it her away. Send it. <laughs> <laughs> I like reading. But yeah, no, it comes to a point now where I'm writing down things and I'm thinking, you know what, I'm 10 years old and where do I want to be? And I know, I know it was early, it was premature, but from when I was five, people telling me I'm going to be a lawyer... From when I was five, true. people were telling my sister she's going to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. So our parents start conditioning on us early. It's true. Which is a whole other topic that we'll be focusing on, don't worry. Yeah, but it's true, I guess. I think that's why probably I was just so career-driven. Like, I remember from a young age, I was following summers, well, summer. I did enjoy my summers, let me not lie. But other than that, I was earning money in my dad's office. <laughs> I was going to be an accounts assistant. My dad was dragging me to his office. Any chance he got, like, literally... From a young age. Yeah. So I think that's why I was proper so career-driven. Yeah. Like, I didn't... Obviously, I love my family, but I didn't think about family life or... I just wanted to be an architect and I wanted to be that fun auntie that you see on TV, mm. bringing all the presents. I thought that was me. I didn't really think about marriage and Prince Charming and stuff like that. Mm. But it's funny how things change. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Definitely. Okay, so what is your view on the whole checklist? Obviously, we said, is it just a... Social construct holding us back Or what do you actually think of it You know what I And we were talking through this When we were talking about quotes and stuff To talk <laughs> about in this checklist and um, Podcast and everything Bringing things to you guys I think the main thing to say is I'm happy I've had a direction It's yeah. not good to have a plan Because mm-hmm. those that are planning for the future It's that whole <coughs> tell God Or tell you know the universe Or whoever you want to name tell him your plans and watch him laugh at you because mm-hmm. that's the truth. You make a plan, he'll demolish your plan. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. he said, this is my plan,
1: mm-hmm. you know?
0: But, but I guess in that sense, it's like, okay, what about that quote? Um, fail to plan, plan to fail, <laughs> whatever that's that true. says. Like, I feel like you do need some sort of plan. Mm. But the problem I see with nowadays, everyone has checklists that aren't flexible. Yeah. Like, we know so many women that are like... Yeah, graduate by twenty by twenty one, marriage by twenty five. Where is the flexibility? What happens if you have to do an extra uni, an extra year in uni, or extra year in co- college? You you're graduating when you're twenty five. Where did <laughs> that twenty five even come from? Exactly. Exactly. But the problem I see with it is you need to be flexible. Mm. Like it's when you're writing down short term and long term goals. A long term is anything between now and ten years. The Short term is anything between now and a year. I feel like you need that sort of flexibility. Okay, I want to get married between now and 10 years. But you see, the one thing is, I'm going to say now, and don't fight me, <laughs> marriage needs to come off of our checklist. I'm not saying it in terms of it's not a milestone, but marriage is something that's so out of your control. Exactly. That's it's not problem. up to you whether you marry whether you get married today. Yeah. yeah, okay, fine, you can get married. But am I going to go and hold a gun to my boyfriend's head and say to him, you know what, marrying exactly. today. It's not going to happen like that. Mm. So I feel like what, where you were going in the first place with it, being career-driven, your checklist has to be based <coughs> on you. <coughs> if it's based why, on anything else. Here's a question. Why is marriage on so many people's checklists? Like, there's so many other things that can be on your checklist, developing yourself and stuff like that, but marriage is people's number one. It's because we're women. It's not a men's checklist, which we'll we'll go into. We'll bring. We're gonna have guys on at some point. Yeah. We'll have a lot of guest speakers. We're gonna talk about a lot of topics to do with the checklist, but I guess to just say, because we're women, I think it's also a cultural thing. Definitely. That's that's how we've been brought up. Like, oh yeah, okay, you've got your degree now. Do you have any aunties that have been like, okay, you've got your degree, you've got a good job. Where's the husband? Don't aunties need <laughs> when to are you girl. getting married? Don't aunties need to <laughs> right. get out. So I think that is why marriage is on everyone's checklist because that's what we've been brought up to see. Get, get your degree. Culture, okay, marriage. It's not even just culture. Mm. I'm telling you now, this is a woman thing. I would mm. love to just say it's just us. But it's not. I'll be seeing white girls straight away, people saying to them, mm. you know what? You've done this. Where's your boyfriend? When you moving? Yeah, no. Obviously, it's it, part it's, of it. Yeah, I don't think it's just culture. There's a lot of things. Mm. There's even TV, even so- society. That's yeah. that's why. That's what we see. Definitely. So, it's true. Yeah. I, I don't know where this 25 age came from. Man. Because, but then again, it's not even just aunties. Mm-hmm. When I tell you now, even uncles have come to me and said it. Uncles <laughs> are cheeky. They need to sit uncles down. Uncles have I will said sit it. Down. I'm like you that are at, uh, what's, what's that place? <laughs> but did I tell you? One well, of my friends, when she went and saw somebody else's engagement. Imagine you're in your group chat. Somebody goes, she's not my mate anymore. <laughs> she went to go and see somebody else's engagement, take a picture of their engagement ring, mm-hmm. send it to me and say, chop chop, when your own? You're single, babe. Well, wow. we're waiting for you, sis. <laughs> <laughs> we're waiting on you where's your engagement Why? at least we are closer to you <laughs> I don't know you know when people talk about womb watchers ring watchers is a in? it's a yeah. thing do you know how many people are like soon 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 come you're going to get engaged soon. and I'm like who told you that exactly <laughs> maybe I am but nobody told you that exactly Who said I want to get engaged soon. who said that I want to do that and I think there's so much that's attached to a woman's you know validity you have to be with a man to be able to say that you're succeeding. Like, so many people I know, we've <laughs> now finished uni, we've now finished all of this, and the things that they want to talk to me about whenever they talk to me is men. It's true. Why don't we talk about some other goals? Yeah, it's true, like, the first thing is that, okay, so how's your man?
1: Is or have you team? got a new
0: man? And two bits, I find myself doing that. Like, um, one of my friends just came from another country, came back, and I was like, okay, so is there a new guy? So I've even found myself doing, doing that. It. And that's because whenever we talk, that's one of the main topics. Have you found a new guy? What's going on? How's life? And that is one of the main topics in how is life going? <laughs> and it needs to change to be honest. Yeah. It does. I'm I'm trying to, I try and pat myself whenever I see myself doing that. Mm-hmm. Because there's some people that don't wanna get married. Or some people who find it hard to find a partner. And at the end of the day, women finding partners, that's another thing. It's not a thing that happens, so <laughs> Women, we need to start realising that it's he who finds himself a wife. Stop going to go and find yourself a headache. You're looking for That's men. True. There are a bag of yeah, men Yeah, but out there's here. some girls, there's some women that, listen, they say this is the 21st century, it's now 2020, there are women that are proposing, so... <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Take take life into your own hands. Yeah. You're a woman, Take this is your life, mm-hmm. you know? But what I'm saying is, don't kill yourself looking for somebody. Yeah. You know my advice for everyone because people love to come and say okay so what about you like they mm-hmm. they really want a man and when people say that to me i'm just like listen the when you're looking that's when you'll find rubbish uh-huh. everyone that i know that is looking that is looking 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 what they have found is rubbish yeah. it's always the people that are not looking and i'm finally in a place where okay i'm okay with myself and i'm just that's when somebody will come along and start start disturbing you and then yeah. you'll realise, I'm actually happy with myself now. Not mm. to say, if you're looking for a well, man, you're not happy with yourself. Mm. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, majority of people, when you're looking, that's when you'll find people that want to be found. Yeah, <laughs> and that is rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> like, even with the person I just said, when we were talking, yeah. she got... I, I kept on telling her, don't look, don't look. You'll when she got up, to a point yeah. where she stopped looking... That's when she found a guy. And now, listen, this guy's flying her out to Paris to this, exactly. to that. Exactly, She's enjoying life now. So just take a chill pill. And a lot of people are like, yeah, it's easy for you to say, you got a man. But listen, don't come to me for advice then. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't, That's the one, you know. You, you know were when people will now ask you for life advice and then come and stone you with the advice. In exactly. Fact. I'll say, okay, relax. I'll be like, okay, it's easy, easy for you to say, you got a man. Why did you come to me then? No, yeah, but the thing is, I can't Why let did you. you come? Let's, let's even get into that. So, like, people oh, say to me, just before <laughs> just before me and my man got together, um, I wasn't looking for a guy. I can't lie to you. Victoria was even shouting at me because what I was doing was I came out of some horrible relationship. And Victoria was even saying to me, what are you doing? I was talking to guys, saving their number, We'll go on, date, after two weeks, you're deleted. I'm not talking to you anymore because I realised that two weeks was when I would catch feelings. I catch feelings quickly. So I wasn't two looking weeks, for huh? a guy. Mm-hmm. I was I was not looking for a guy, and I started to realize people were playing me. <laughs> Do I want to be played or be the player? You yeah, know. Of course. So I was changing it around. I met my guy at Barking Station at a time when I wasn't looking. Mm-hmm. Stop looking. You're wasting your time. Honestly, yeah, that's true. You'll find <coughs> low hanging fruit if you are if you're picking. You're picking. Mm-hmm. You're picking. You're picking low hanging fruit. Yeah, exactly. Even me, I got to a point where I just started uni. I was at a point where I'm making new friends. I'm seeing, seeing how my, my life has just properly begun. And a couple of months in, that's when this one wanted to start chasing me. Yeah. <laughs> Before <laughs> anyone comes to and fight us, so we've exactly. been in our relationships now five years. Yeah, so that's when this one wanted to start chasing me and I was just like remember i was like benji no, nah, i don't i don't like him because of certain reasons yeah. that we will discuss later on yeah <laughs> but yeah i was just like i don't want i'm not going into this let me just continue to enjoy my uni experience even <laughs> anyway let me know let's let's go into that on in a later day but um yeah and then over the time he well he lived below me and we we're on the same course so he grew Same on, on me. by the way, yeah. Yep, he lived the floor below me, so he grew on me, I guess. And yeah. now we have been together for, what's four years and 11 mm. months? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? I just, I just think, like, the checklist is definitely, I guess, to some point necessary. Mm-hmm. But don't set yourself unrealistic goals. Yeah. That you know you're never going to be able to meet. So even when we were doing goal setting at, at work... What they told us, was so don't, this one is career advice, which we'll go into at some <laughs> point, but they told us to be able to make smart um, goals. So the S was um, specific. It has to be a specific goal. It needs to be measurable. How long do you want to get there? You know, what's the success rate when you're there? Mm-hmm. It has to be achievable. Don't go and set yourself something that doesn't make sense. It needs to be realistic. And yeah. then it needs to be time bound. But this is how you set a goal don't set a goal of marriage knowing fully well that it's not something that you achieve on your own. Mm -hmm. Set yourself, okay, I want to be here. Being an architect was a goal because Mm -hmm. you had steps that you could take by yourself to get to Mm architecture, you know, to get to an architecture role. And that's why being married is such a a hard goal to try and achieve on your own because what Mm. steps can you really take? Step one, find a man. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. well you shouldn't be find. well depending but we shouldn't really be trying to find a man the guy's gonna find you and that's one of the main things so marriage as a goal or being in a relationship as a goal is a hard goal and it's well, yeah it's not really achievable in my opinion yeah and in my opinion it's not very achie- it's not an achievable goal i think that's another thing as well what is yours is yours hmm it's not going to be a hard thing. You know, people say to me, you know, being in a relationship, it's hard work, you know, you know, to find a guy. <laughs> it's hard work to find a guy. So it's maybe it's not the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not the time, babe. Maybe yeah. you're supposed to be focusing on other parts of you. But this is the problem with the checklist because we've assigned times and mm-hmm. deadlines. That's what I mean about flexibility. Exactly. We've assigned so much to this 25 age. Do you know how many 25 year olds I know? Exactly. That have midlife Quarter life crisis, <laughs> and do you know how quick years go. Like, yeah. like I just said, we need to be more flexible with our plans. You never know what could happen. You mm-hmm. might have to do three years in college, that automatically pushes your graduation date to twenty two. To when you're twenty two, you might have to do an extra year in uni. Mm-hmm. That's twenty three graduating. You don't know what obstacles you can face, mm-hmm. so you need to make sure that your checklist is flexible. And people need to have contingencies in place. Uh, contingency plan is important, what if, you know. <laughs> like, what if that doesn't go into in plan? What are you going to do? You can't just be like, "Uh, oh, this is my life now. You need to be able to pick yourself up and keep going. Yeah. And not be so lost. To be honest, I say that now, but I guess I was at that place. After I realised that they want to be an architect... And I didn't have an architectural job after uni, mm. but I didn't just wallow in it. No. I think that's, that's the issue with a lot of people. Yeah. I didn't just wallow in it. I was like, you know what, I'm not just going to be at home. I'm going to have another degree, because what we don't know is every year there's another set of graduates. <laughs> so that's those it. graduate jobs that we're applying for, they are slipping away every year that we sit at home. Mm. So you need to, whether you're going back to uni, you need something that makes you stand out from the rest. Definitely. Otherwise, you're just going to be there um, sending out, um, what's it called, (laughs) applications. Mm. And there's a bunch of 19-year-olds applications with the same degree, the same grades. But what are you going to be saying you've been doing for three years? Exactly. So you you need plans in place. So I do agree that we do need a checklist, but we need flexibility and we need backup plans. You know what? I think even when you now get to those, uh, back to the whole interview thing, when when you're looking for for jobs and stuff, and yeah, there's so many new graduates every single year. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, they're gonna ask you, okay, you graduated in 2017. eh? It's now 2020. (laughs) What have you been doing in between that time? Yeah, I didn't know how important that was until I started my job. Exactly. I didn't know. When I got the job, they made us do like a five year thing. Yeah. They want to know exactly what you've been doing for five years. Whether you've been sitting at home for one of those years, they want to know what you were sitting at home doing. You have to write down, even if you didn't have a job, they want to know every single gap between your jobs. What yeah. were you doing? Yeah, And why were you doing it? And the truth of the matter is, there's nothing wrong with doing things for the sake of growth. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with doing a course in between that time. Right now, like I'm, I'm going to say I'm doing a course. I'm doing a course... Um, in my job right now, um, which is the SIPs, it's the Chartered Institute of Procurement and Supply. And Trish. I can't lie to you, <laughs> I didn't know I wanted to be a buyer, mm-hmm. but do I know if I want to be a buyer right now? Mm-hmm. Not really, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying procurement right now, I'm working in contract management and supplier management, but that doesn't mean that's what I have to be doing for the rest of my life. And I think that's mm-hmm. the worry. Everybody wants to know exactly what they're supposed to be doing at 21. And the truth of the matter is, it's okay to be lost, I think. Mm -hmm. I definitely think it's okay to be lost in a, almost in a structure. Mm -hmm. So you've got a plan, you've got a direction. But within that, it's okay to not know exactly what you want to do or exactly how you're going to get there, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, I I guess so. So what, after all of that... (laughs) What do you think? If you could put your views on the checklist into one sentence, what would you say it is? What do you, obviously, it's more broad than just one sentence, but what, what do you actually think of it? Got the checklist? Mm hmm. Bittersweet. There's parts of it that I think are necessary, but then there's parts of it that I know are not. Mm hmm. Like, even look at the one with kids, right? Another goal that's not dependent <laughs> on you. Mm-hmm. Unless you've got 100,000 pounds or whatever to go and do IVF or get sperm donor or whatever. That's not dependent on you, you know. Mm-hmm. So to some degree, okay, you can have a time limit. You can say, you know what, I want to have kids by this age. Because, yes, it's not, it's not a great thing and mm-hmm. women hate talking about it. But there is a biological piece to this when it comes to getting married, having kids. Mm-hmm. But then at the same point as well, it's out of your control. So control the the variables you can control. Mm -hmm. Instead of killing yourself to control things that you cannot, (laughs) you know? Okay. What about you? Um, My view on it is it needs more flexibility. There's so many women out there that it's so precise. And when it's not going, when they get to 24 and on their checklist it says 25, be married, they start going mad. They might even have a man (laughs) that's there. That because he hasn't proposed, now you're pressuring him. And then you end up breaking up. So who's going to fulfill your plan to get married at 25? Mm. People are using that and self-destructing mm. because they have no flexibility in their plan. Definitely. We've seen that ourselves. People mm. end in relationships because, yeah, I'm 25. I plan to be married by 25. I'm my man's dilly-dallying. Okay, so who's mm. going to marry you now? <laughs> but, <laughs> but. But. <laughs> I can't lie to you. But. I, 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 see, t- I see, I see. Do, I do get why people I do t- the I automated get thing. I can't I, lie to you. I do get it, I do. But what I'm saying is, mm. don't let your checklist... Define, be, yeah. Exactly, define your life. Yeah. Also, it's... If your checklist is the standard, um, go to uni, get a job, now be married. Where is yourself on that checklist? Yeah. People are not... Self-care is a big thing nowadays, nowadays. I don't even think people get self-care <laughs> properly. <laughs> they don't. They don't understand but, it. But what I'm saying is, people are not putting any... What, what have you put for yourself in mm. that checklist? Maybe you're not someone that wants to travel a lot. Maybe you're not... But people need to put their, their selves forward. Mm. You're saying, find a man, do this. What? Where's your... Where, what have you done for yourself in that checklist? Are you even the person that <laughs> the man you want would exactly. want? Exactly. You've put kids. You don't know, when you have kids, yeah, I me. I don't have kids, but my brothers, my brother does, and I see like the impacts of that. You don't have as much time for yourself, mm. so you've put checklist in your checklist. Twenty seven, have kids. What well, have you done enough for yourself as a human being, by twenty seven, mm. to be, to be fulfilled enough to have kids and to yeah. be in a place where you're happy, and you can devote your life to somebody else. Here's a funny one. Do you think people want all of these things on their checklist? Or is it society that's told them these are the things you have to have? I think it's both. Like, whether we like it or not. Mm. Although I said before, yeah, yeah, I was career-driven. But clearly, it didn't take a lot for me for my checklist to change. Mm. <laughs> so, obviously, we all do She's want She's not someone... saying that you're not enough, <laughs> We all do want... Someone to go home and snuggle up with eventually and stuff Who like that. said I want to snuggle. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but we all do want that. We're not saying, listen, take off marriage and take all that off your checklist. What we're saying is, first of all, you need to be flexible with it. And second of all, those are things that are not in your control. So there's not really a use for it on your checklist. It can no. be something that you know you want to achieve in your life. Mm. But should it be on your checklist of by 25 I want to be married? I don't think so because that's something you cut out of your control. Because if you're not in a relationship by 24, 23, you're gonna now start panicking. Yeah. And we see a lot of women like that nowadays, so. You know what as well? It starts from that point, you know, when people are like, ah, even them in their head, they'll be like, 18. Do you know how many people said to me, Vince, you're too young to be in a long-term relationship at 18, <laughs> you're too young. Yeah, they say that Why now, now really? they're like, yeah, must be nice, must exactly. be nice. Exactly, <laughs> you, you're 18. And then after when they realize, okay, I've grown now, I'm in a five-year relationship, they'll then be like, oh, wow, okay, I need to get married at 25 right now. Like, come on. Like, what time have you set between baby girl stage and now you must be married? Mm -hmm. And I think so many people are stuck in, but I still want to be a baby girl. No one's saying you can't be a baby girl that's married, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, you're stuck between you want to be unmarried, you want to be Without anybody else's kind of burden or acknowledgement of their feelings. Mm-hmm. But then at the same point, you want to be attached to someone for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And there's no flexibility in there. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I get that. It's To be honest, that's why we're here. That's why we started this podcast. Yeah. And this is what we're going to spend our time every other week, discussing with you guys different aspects of the checklist. Yeah so i guess that's what what can you say people can expect from this podcast you can expect candid (laughs) witty we're going to make sure that you guys laugh with us they're going to be serious things as well you know there's going to be things talking about finances careers men will I guess be on the on the um... Yeah, we'll get, we're definitely we're definitely to get a lot of guest speakers, definitely. get a male point of view. Obviously we're in our mid twenties. Yeah. And we'll definitely get people in like their mid thirties so there's different perspectives. Definitely. I feel like but I feel like as twenty, mid twenty year olds, there's not a lot of podcasts that are aimed towards us. Yeah. So I feel like this is so we're getting a new fresh idea of new Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you guys can expect a lot. So hopefully you like what you hear and you stay with us (laughs) exactly exactly so i think maybe we should wrap up yeah that's it for today yeah so um guys i think it's best we keep the conversation flowing um let us know your thoughts um we would love to discuss with you um, we're going to have loads of platforms um, mm-hmm. and Victoria can let you know what the platforms are named <laughs> because so she's been in charge of creating all of them. Yeah, so we'd love to hear from you guys as Benji just said. You can find us on Instagram at Twitter at The Checklist Podcast. So you can DM us to keep the conversation flowing or you can hashtag The Checklist Podcast say your opinions of what we've said or you can email us at thechecklistpodcast at outlook.com if you guys have any topics or any opinions anything to be honest if you want to be a guest on our show let us just know. email us dm us whatever and we aim to reply within <laughs> a, a certain amount of hours isn't it yeah we really want to know if you agree with us or if you strongly disagree yeah, because exactly. some people might think that a checklist is completely necessary and They have a completely different view and outlook on it. And some people are just letting life live them. Exactly. (laughs) And just walking through, like... Exactly. So we really want to hear it. Yeah, so catch us in two weeks, where we'll be discussing the highs and the lows of the last decade. It's been a sticky one. (laughs) Bye, Bye guys. Bye, (laughs) guys.